Chapter 9 Elian's joy knew no bounds. A smirk punctuated her face as she surveyed the destruction Tamna and her two creatures had caused. Clef may have been quite a small village devoid of the Earth Colony's real defences. Still, this didn't change the great potential of their dark alliance. Just the three of you then? Elian questioned. She was eager to place her bets on the creatures when the Earth Cavalry got word of the invasion. Don't worry, Elian, Tamina drawled. The rest of my creatures are soon to arrive, but we three were a bit eager to set the pace. Hmm, Elian nodded approvingly. Then she pressed the button on a round device she held rather tightly in her hand. Tamna caught sight of it despite Elian's attempt at being discreet. Her sly smile sent a shudder through the High Priestess. Elian knew Tamina and her creatures could just as easily turn on the sky and inflict no end of pain on them all. Tamina's motivations for doing so were stronger than the ones binding her to the Earth Colony's destruction. Should the King's little sister get her hands on the portal button, there would be no stopping her dark reign. Elian chose to quickly remind her of their agreement. I do look forward to delivering Vlad and that fake Tamina to you, along with any number of the royals you'd like. It is our arrangement, after all, is it not? All the revenge you seek in exchange for this? Elian casually swung her arm towards the piles of bodies. You were quite the unexpected find a few days ago. If I didn't know better, I would say it was almost divine. Tamina finally released her fixation on the button, staring eerily at Elian. Almost, but not quite. We've been watching your progress over the years. We made ourselves known to you because it was time, and it was clear you needed us. And not because Vlad's been up there parading his new and improved version of you? Elian focused further on Tamina's elusive intentions. Your timing was in no way triggered by that. Make no mistake, Tamina spat. I will exact my revenge on my brother when I'm ready. I've waited a long time for this, so the mere days remaining are only seconds to me. However, the weaponry you hoped to use to destroy the Earth colonies would have destabilized the very foundations of the sky. You may have advanced in your technological understanding, but you have so much left to learn. Elian stiffened as the portal finally reappeared. You know, you have yet to tell me how exactly you've been observing our advances. There is no technology even among the royals that can access that kind of information you hold. As Elian backed her body towards the portal, training her eyes on the creatures lurking nearby, Tamina smiled once again. Oh, Elian, why on earth would I reveal that to you? Our arrangement is one built on delivery, not trust. Elian nodded, responded. And we cannot wait to deliver Vlad to you upon the complete destruction of the Earth Calls. Then, glancing behind Tamina, she motioned, Oh, it looks like you might have missed one. A teenage girl had come out of hiding and was fleeing in the direction of the nearest village. Tamina didn't even turn around. Instead, she smirked. We miss nothing. Her role is to alarm the Earth Calls that death has become their fate. Licking her lips as the portal closed, she added, Plus... My creatures told me that humans will be so much tastier when they're seasoned longer and fair. I can't wait. Vlad stared out into the clouds. He marveled at how they took on many shapes, orienting with the winds and never attached to a single form. Their ease of adapting had been a consistent reminder throughout Vlad's life. He knew being fluid and responsive to changes was crucial to any strategy. Yet, this change was beyond his scope. Legis's newfound knowledge and resulting request to protect his wife had been a surprisingly honorable reaction. Legis did not know of Jada's connection to Jael or anything else, 
Still, it was now reasonable to assume that he would have the capacity to forgive her deceit. This meant that Vlad's chances with Jada were threatened. Vlad was fully aware that a significant part of their bond was the secret they shared. Would their attraction still be powerful if Legis also partook in the secret? Vlad could only see them growing closer. Oh my goddess, are you even listening to me? Zora's reprimanding voice cut through his musings. Yes, I heard you, Vlad huffed. I swear, you are more demanding than Tamina ever was. Oh really? Zora retorted. Then, what did I just say? Vlad tried to will himself to hold on to a single word of hers that had meandered behind his thoughts. Instead, like clouds, one could not be caught. Zora cleared her throat as he stared sheepishly at her. She gave him a few more seconds while gulping down her morning juice. Then, she banged the empty glass down on the table and snapped, I asked what our plan was to follow this Toma priest to find the city. Focus, Vlad. Shael gave us this one assignment, and it may be the key to it all. Right, that, Vlad responded. Uh, I haven't thought of anything yet. Zora narrowed her eyes as she considered him. She sighed. It was evident that Vlad was not entirely himself this morning, but she couldn't tell why. What's going on with you? Zora pressed. Does this have something to do with your sister? Did you get to see her when you portaled back to Ego? Vlad jerked at the mention of Tamina. He quickly brushed off the subject. No, no, Tamina's fine. Is this about what Legis knows? He doesn't know of Jada's abilities, none of ours, or even that I'm Zora. For the most part, our secrets are still safe. Plus, he's positioned himself as quite the ally. But, Vlad mused, if he could access that information about the Order so quickly, it is only a matter of time before he discovers the rest. I wonder if it may be in Jada's best interest to let him know of her connection and what Jael has requested of her. You know, that she frees the city, together, with us? Zora considered Vlad with a tilted head. After Legis had left with Jada and Milo the day before, he'd informed her of all Legis knew. Zora wasn't a fan of Legis or anyone in the forces, but she was impressed by Legis's request to exclude Jada from the dangers and realities of the mission. If anything, Legis had voiced her own concerns about Jada before Zora even had a chance to express them. Jada was soft, sweet, and kind. In Zora's world and all she'd experienced in the Earth colonies, those qualities were weaknesses. Jada didn't know of the harshness of the world and the demands it placed upon those willing to fight for what was right. Zora often worried about how she would survive if she were discovered. The thought of Jada being safely at home instead was a comfort. The only reason she'd never insisted upon it was because of Jael's instruction. Despite all of this, Zora knew that Vlad's worry was a bit different. Jada telling Legis the whole truth could cause only one of two things. Either Legis accepted it, bringing them closer together, or it would be too much for him and the truth would be their demise. Vlad seemed willing to roll the dice on Jada revealing everything, but it was likely because it was the only way to justify to Legis why Jada had to remain involved. Knowing it was Jael's will could assuage Legis's fears. At the end of the day, none of this is our choice, Zora finally responded. It's Jada's. Jada and Legis sat across from each other on the Skyview balcony. The place was quiet as Milo had gone to the Order to submit her report, and they'd asked the servants for their privacy. It was the first time being alone to talk in what felt like far too long. The nights didn't count for either of them, as they often giddily sacrificed chatter for the softest of touches. Last night had been different. After returning from the palace, Legis couldn't wait to whisk Jada to their room. She could hardly get in a word before he'd ripped the dress off her in heated passion. They made love in a way they never had before. His eyes burned for her as if seeing her darkened beauty for the first time, consuming every inch of her body with an unquenchable thirst. 
When it was over, he pulled her into him and traced her neck, shoulder, and arm with hungry fingers. As he reached her hips, his ecstasy engorged him again, much to Jada's delight. Their frenzy persisted until the early sun kissed their sweat. It was only then they'd melted into the bed, exhausted by their love. The day had crawled into an early afternoon bustle before they'd finally found their sensibility again. Just as Jada was about to push off the bed, Lee just grabbed her from behind. He held her in sensual possession, growling, You will tell me everything, and I will surrender to your truth. I am yours, but you must also be mine. All of you must be mine. Then, biting her on the edge of her ear, he whispered, I want the truth of you. Don't deny me this love. Every pore on Jada's body had immediately raised to his words. Then her heart raced right into his arms again. When they'd finally uncoiled themselves to bathe, they promised each other a truth as wide and unending as their balcony's horizon. It was there they now sat. Unable to keep their hands off each other, they'd agreed to sit on opposite sides until they could speak of everything they'd hidden. Jada felt the fear of what she was about to say surge through her. Yet, she also felt the excitement of what she and Legis could share. This was a dream Jada had longed to have but always convinced herself would never happen. She'd held back so much of herself from him. Now he wanted her all. She took the deepest breath and began. I, I can hear Jael. She speaks to me, always has. I've had to hide it because, well, you know why. Legis's eyes widened with panic. His hand subconsciously found his shotgun, as was his conditioning for so many years. Catching himself as soon as the tears came to Jada's eyes, he rushed forward and embraced her. I don't understand, he eventually said. It feels like everything I've ever believed in and fought for. They've all been lies. Jada knew how much being the commander of the forces meant to Legis. She knew it wasn't just about the position or status. Legis believed that he was defending Jael herself through his work. How can you hear her? He pressed. Are you of the Order's line? No, Jada started. Then she committed fully to her choice. Zora and I came from humble beginnings, but we both had this gift. And yes, Zora is alive. I only recently discovered this when she returned to the Sky Calls. She's... she's Tamina, the one you believe to be Vlad's sister. Vlad has also been able to hear Jael's voice, although not for all his life. Jael told him to help Zora, so he risked everything despite not knowing her or me. The array of emotions crossing Legis's face was difficult to decipher, but Jada persisted in her confession. Those who have heard Jael's voice since birth are called cities. Elian has captured one to keep up her pretense that the Order still hears Jael when none of them can. Well, none except for Milo. Jael chose to speak to her in front of Vlad, Zora, and me. Then she instructed us to work together to free the captured city. Legis nodded. I've confirmed this. They are holding someone hostage, he said solemnly. As Jada explained everything that had happened since Zora's appearance, Legis became increasingly open. Finally, she reminded him of Jael's latest instructions to Milo, the way to free the city through Toma. She even told him of the theory Zora had shared with her the day before, that perhaps all were meant to hear Jael. Maybe that was their true mission. After listening to everything, a more profound understanding began to sink into Legis. I can't believe they've tricked all the Sky Calls to obey whatever they wanted under the guise of Jael's will. So many of us have committed acts of... Legis's voice trailed off as his face crumbled beneath the weight of the truth. Oh, Legis, you didn't know. Jada grabbed his face. My love, you didn't know. Despite the veracity of her words, Legis's actions broke him. 
He cried into her as the shock wore off and allowed every murder he'd committed to take center stage. He did his best to gather himself as quickly as he'd lost control, but he couldn't seem to stop the tears from flowing. Embarrassed, he muttered, I'm sorry, to Jada's shaking head. You have nothing to be sorry for, Jada's voice grew enraged. Legis, it is the order that must pay. I know you fear for my safety, but I fear for our world. I want to obey Jael and stay on this mission, but I want us to do this together. Legis never felt more in love than he had at that moment. The fire radiating off Jada was more than his heart could contain. He would give his life for her. He would follow her to the ends of the earth and sky. His wife was Jael's servant, and so he would be hers. He held her hands and looked into her eyes. Together. Milo! Sigil shouted from behind her as she was about to open Elian's door. What, Sigil? What do you want now? Milo had paused, turning the knob. Elian's assistant paired up at them both, curious and amused. Sigil glared at the assistant and then at Milo. Nothing. Sigil snapped. Open the door. You're late. Rolling her eyes, Milo walked into the office with Sigil a few steps behind. She was surprised to see Elian flash her a smile, waving her to enter. Hi, Priestess. You seem to be in quite a good mood today. I am, Milo. I believe I have a reason to be. Come, sit. Give me your report from the palace yesterday and then we can get on to other things. Milo had finally eased into her role, so she droned on about every possible thing besides the most precious truth. Sigil huffed now and then, but only in response to the ridiculous ways of the royals. Thankfully, Zora and Vlad had behaved catastrophically the day before, giving Milo much fodder with which she could entertain. When she was complete, Milo was a bit thrown by Elian's unmoving smile. She couldn't even remember a time she'd seen the High Priestess smile at all. Sigil was also unusually tamed. There were none of the usual interruptions targeted at downplaying her contributions. Instead, Sigil shuffled her feet in silence, looking more depressed than usual. Oh, Elian started. I forgot to mention that Sigil has graduated from the juniors. She's now a priestess assigned to the work of my inner circle. Milo felt a shot of panic run through her. There was no way that Zigil could have received such a promotion without using the first moment they interacted to throw it in her face. Something was wrong, very wrong. Plastering on a somewhat fake smile, Milo turned to Zigil. Congratulations, that's quite the honor. What an important role to serve in the order. Zigil nodded without saying a word. Elian ignored her granddaughter, focusing entirely on Milo. There's actually a rather important role I believe you need to fill for the order. More important than inner circles and maybe even high priestesses, should you so desire. Me? Milo's voice was but a squeak. Why, yes, Elian drawled. You, and only you. Is there anything you'd like to tell me? Anything you think may be of great significance as a junior priestess? Milo's heart was louder than even her quickening breaths. They know. Oh, goddess. They know. Milo could only shake her head in denial, afraid to reveal anything that would put the mission at risk. Oh, for goodness sake, Milo, Sigil suddenly shouted. Don't pretend to be modest. We all know you here, Jael. The real question is why you haven't told anyone. You should have taken any opportunity to show off. Yes, Elian agreed as Milo gulped. There's only one reason a junior wouldn't scream that from the mountaintops. And that would be because they know other things they really shouldn't. Elian's voice had grown darker with every word. I, I don't know what you mean, Miller responded, finally finding her voice. 
I don't, I don't hear anything. I, her tears soon betrayed her. Oh, dear, don't cry, little one, Elian jeered. You are now of so much value to the Order should you choose to cooperate. We don't need much. In fact, it's no different to what you're already doing. We just need you to keep us informed on everything, especially when Jael speaks. We want to know what she says and what you think she means at all times. It would help us remain aligned, you see. Milo felt a wave of anger rising within her. For all the fear she felt being at the mercy of the Order, she would not agree to betray her integrity. She was certain of only one thing. With a connection to Jael having been discovered, the High Priestess would never let her leave the temple grounds again. Unwilling to keep up the facade any longer, Milo cried, Aligned to what? Your own evil agendas? You betray her, you betray Jael, and you betray this world! Elian grinned as Zigil bowed her head. Toma! she shouted, and the door to her side immediately opened with the high priest and two others waiting. It appears our junior priestess thinks she has the spirit to resist cooperation. Perhaps she needs a good dose of what life would be like if she were to continue with that choice. Escort her to the dungeons!